Hello and welcome to another episode of the Madison Podcast. My name is Ben Lavender, also known as New York's favorite British mortgage broker. We have a very special guest today, Miss Amelia Sonny, realtor extraordinaire, uh, entrepreneur extraordinaire, that you have your hands dabbled in many aspects of the business. So welcome. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. It's an absolute honor. So, Amelia, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, for people that don't know you, because you actually appeal to quite a few audiences. You appeal to sellers, you appeal to buyers, and obviously realtors in the business, because I know you have your own coaching program, which we'll talk about, um, who can learn from you, right? So just give us some background for, for those that don't know you. My name is Amelia. I've been in the business for four years, and right now I'm- Four years and crushing it. Yes. <laughs> now I'm the team leader of the matchmakers, and also newly a coach as well. Muscle tough. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about, we'll get into coaching, but let's talk about, you know, you've been in the business four years, which, and you've had good success without bragging too much, right? So. A lot of realtors don't reach the level of success that you have reached. Same, you could even say same thing for loan officers, uh, for home inspectors, other people in the business. What do you find that really set you apart, especially like in the beginning? Because it's it is a difficult business. Let's be real. It's like this yes. is this is not easy. It's not how like we were talking about before. It's not selling Sunset where Absolutely you just you know <laughs> go out and yeah you know just this house take it. It's it's not yeah. that easy. So. Mm -hmm. Tell us like how you got started. What, what was your mindset and approach? So as I posted on social media, I when I originally started, I did not make money for a whole year. Cool. I was not getting a proper training. Thank education. you for that honesty, by the way. Absolutely. Because it's a reality that a lot of realtors go through. And it's something that if I could prevent, I would love to. Because it sucks. Yeah. Not coming into it and thinking it's going to be quick, easy, and like you see on the shows. Um, so I did not make money for a year or so. And then I finally started making money, and that was basically using print marketing and social media. Gotcha. My first deal that I closed was actually a Facebook lead. Cool. Yeah. And was that like an organic Facebook lead, or yep. was an ad? Okay. Organic. And that was just you from posting. What were you posting? Mm -hmm. Like, how did you even generate that lead? Okay, so one thing I did do was stay consistent with social media. So I, even if it's just like you taking pictures in front of houses or even using other agents' listings from mm -hmm. your office. If That's a good one. It's a really good one. Yeah. If they allow you to, you use it, you market it, take pictures, take videos, and you just get it out there and stay consistent. Okay. A lot of people, even if we don't speak regularly, when we do speak, it's like, you're everywhere. I cannot see you. Like, it's just you're there, Amelia. You're the real estate agent. Omnipresent. And I agree. Yeah. You're all over social, whether yeah. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah. You're all over the place yes. and you're crushing it. So that And that's not an accident. You're doing that on purpose. Absolutely. Yes, which is, which is good. Yeah. Okay, so how long did it take you to actually get that first lead from uh, when you started posting? I think maybe a year and a half. Well, no, I'm sorry. From when I started mm -hmm. posting, I want to say six months. From when you got it. Okay, so because I'm, my first year in the business, yeah. I did not start posting as gotcha. yet. I didn't even know. I was like, what should I do? Again, I didn't get the proper training and education. Mm -hmm. So when I started posting, it took six months. Gotcha. And, okay, so I've, I've mentioned that before actually on here and, and on other podcasts is that it takes the audience 
anywhere from you know one month to as long as nine maybe even longer maybe 12 months to feel comfortable and like consistently see you mm -hmm. before they feel comfortable enough to reach out i think it's yeah. like a subconscious thing where they're like it, it's kind of like a test is amelia just posting and she's gonna be done in two months Correct. and then yeah. right so so it, it took time for your audience to get comfortable with you now what did you say to yourself during those six months that you didn't get any traction? Because most people would give up there. Right. So was it like words of wisdom and encouragement? How, like I, daily affirmations? <laughs> how did you rock it? In my four years of real estate, I wanted to leave almost five times. Wow. It's the truth up until last year because it is what it is. Yeah. Motivation runs dry and you're just like, what am I doing? But for me, it would be my end goal. Mm. I know where I want to be. I know how much money I can make in real estate. And that kept me going. So you were just, I just, you just knew it, it out. Basically. I just knew it was a temporary feeling and a temporary, just temporary of not making money right now. So basically you're just tougher than everyone else. Got it. <laughs> <You> got it. <laughs> of course I had encouragement from my family mm. and all of that, but people can talk yeah. all day, all night. It's for you to actually tell yourself, I'm going to make it. This is my goal. So, well, speaking of people that can talk, how about, did you get anyone, family, friends, associates that were like jealous or negative talk? Did you experience any of that? Because people get that too. Every day. Really? Mm -hmm. Really? Okay. Yeah. You don't it's, have to divulge who, but like what, yeah. what were they saying? It's not even a matter of saying, it's just things they would do, mm. the, the attitudes you would get and it's, haven't done nothing to them, but just be yourself. Yeah. And just, you know. Well, and trying to better yourself in yes. your life. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think it's because when you see someone else that you've known your whole life or whatever, a mm -hmm. year yeah. in a particular function and they have a specific place in your life and then yeah. they see you trying to grow. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a conscious thing where people are like trying to sabotage you, but people have like they see you in a particular way. They want to keep you in one kind of box in your life. And then when they see you trying to progress, I think they also like judge themselves almost. And it's like if Amelia is doing this and she's trying to better herself mm -hmm. and, and make money and, you know, establish her career and I'm in the same place and, you know, she's going to be here and I'm still going to be here. What does that do to me? So I, Correct. I, I don't think it comes from a place, again, from sabotage or maliciousness. I don't it's think it has anything to do with me. I think it's yeah. their mindset and them comparing themselves to other people. I'm just the one that they see. I'm in their, yeah. their line of sight, basically. Mm. And it's like, oh, that's Amelia. But I think it's their mindset. You're occupying the headspace rent free. Basically, right, basically, basically I'm not, you know, I'm not doing anything to get them to think like that. I think it's their mindset and yeah. it's just like they start comparing themselves to other people, which I don't think you should do ever, especially in this business. Yeah, which is also hard to do, especially because social media, that's what I happens, know. right? We yeah. see all the highlights. Everyone's closing so many deals I and record breaking time. Those posts are starting to slow down. Correct. Given the market shift. Correct. If anybody pays attention to my social media, they would see I would go months on end without posting a closing. And when mm. I do, it's like closing, 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 you know, but that's yeah. just the business. You sometimes, know? So saying, like sometimes it stacks up. And exactly. Then. You know, and you see that. But then you really look at it and you're like, wait, she hasn't closed anything in like this amount of time. And sometimes that's not my time. You know, it might mm. be somebody else's time. It all. So that's why I say, like, I don't think you should compare yourself. Everybody has their success. 
and it comes at different times. Yeah, which is again e easier said than done. It is. It's like you you really have to. I guess it's different for everyone because you you mentally you are strong. I've known you for a while. You're sharp. You're determined. A lot of people don't have that, and I think. This is kind of a good segue into coaching. Let, let's talk about how your coaching plays a role with that for realtors that you bring on. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, tell us about the program. What does it entail and how does it help? So the program is for new and potential real estate agents. I have a lot of people that come to me and say, hey, I want to get into real estate. And a lot of them, they want to get into real estate because they watch all these real estate shows that looks like glamour and it's not. There's going to be a little bit of that, though. There, it's like I two percent. Yes, but the glamour comes after the hard work and yeah. the dirt, you know. And it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of time and endurance. And that's something that nobody told me when I joined the business. So now with my program, I would love to share with all the new and potential agents what they're getting into. So the program. For potential agents, they can take it. It covers choosing a brokerage, being self-employed, making a business, social media, and lots more. But it covers everything that really shows you the full picture of being a real estate agent. Yeah. So if they take it, and by the end of it, they're like, this is not for me. I am not door knocking. I'm not cold calling. I'm not going months without a paycheck. Then they save themselves time and money. As for new agents, it would definitely show them the way. Of yeah, what well, to do. well, new agents, absolutely, right? Because you, you take the exam, right? You, I mean, you pass the exam, mm -hmm. but you have absolutely no idea what Absol to do when it comes Correct. to generating business. So you're mm -hmm. saying give them kind of like a roadmap. Yes. If you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I, yeah. I even cover mortgages towards the end. Really? Yes. Tell, tell me about that. I'm, <laughs> I'm curious. So towards the end, it's basically a timeline. So the mm. first, like the first session is choosing a brokerage. The last is social media. Okay. So that's something I'm going to help them with towards the end. It's like, okay, let's get started with social media. The second to last class would be mortgages, cool. which I do intend to have you on in my next session. I, I would absolutely <laughs> love to school these children on the, on the joys of mortgages. Yes. I mean, as I always say, the, the mortgages, well, mortgages in general are really boring, but as an agent, you need to know the basics. Absolutely. Right. So it's it, it is important that you have that. in mm -hmm. there, Right. And that's another thing about like why I love not necessarily the, the mortgage business itself, but just uh, I always say like the game. I enjoy the game of it because yeah. it's so like you've got social media, you've got, you know, how to actually run a business, managing, yeah. running a team, mm -hmm. growing the business. I enjoy the game of the business. And I, I think that you feel the same way. Correct. It's fun. <laughs> yes. It's fun and it's free. It just costs you your sanity. <laughs> I just made that up. I'm very proud. It does, though. Um, well, it doesn't. But if I it, lift my hair, you're going to see all the grays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've got a couple in the beard. But, you know, if I trim it, you don't see it so much. But, I mean, like, I joke about that. But truth be told, it's like this business, the, there are such crazy peaks and valleys. Like, one day you feel like you're on top of the world. Nothing can stop you. The uh -huh. next day, it's like crap. Yeah. Well, you know, what's next? Mm -hmm. And that's that's normal. I imagine yeah. you've experienced that dramatically over the past three years. Yes. Um, can you tell Amelia about how you survived or how you did business during COVID? What was that like for you? So during COVID is when my business actually took off. Mm. Just like now, I feel like COVID definitely filtered out the buyers that are not ready. Everybody's just window shopping as opposed to the buyers that are actually ready and able to purchase a house. So people that, again, the interest rates dropped during COVID. Yeah, so everybody nice that wanted to buy a house, they were coming out and they were serious. Yeah. So there was definitely 
business out there. It was just a matter of getting it. So did social play a massive impact for you during that time? Because you weren't allowed to cold call, I think. You weren't allowed to door knock. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, you've got to stay, you know, six feet up away from people, how are you going to door knock? Yes, yeah, so it, would, it was definitely social media and also how I door knock, besides actually knocking on the door, mm. you can just leave flyers. That's not illegal. It's not illegal to it's just It's not leave illegal flyers. to just leave the market in. I it's see. illegal to knock on their door. <coughs> Excuse me. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I didn't so know that. So it's just finding a little loophole. Little little trade secret. Mm -hmm. We can edit that out if you like, if you don't want to share it. I, but. That's okay. Okay, more, <laughs> more competition, eh? Okay, so... How have you seen the market shift, though, in the past few months or differences in not just buyers behavior, but I'm curious because I work with a lot of buyers, obviously, as a, as a loan officer, but not with that many sellers. Mm -hmm. So are you seeing a difference in the attitude with sellers these days? More like a kind of like a rush to sell, given that there's a market shift or are they kind of apathetic? So what I've been seeing with sellers is that they are ready to sell, mm. but they want a crazy amount for their property. I see. Everybody thinks, you know, they have like a million dollar house and... I mean, these days a lot of people do, to be I fair. I know, that is true. It's very easy to have a million dollar property in New York. That is yeah. true. But they they see it as everything and more. While buyers come in and they're like, nope, we don't want this, we don't want this, fix this. And then they come in with lower prices. Um, but as for sellers, people are still selling, but they're just asking crazy asking prices. What do you attribute that to? Like agents just telling them what they want to hear? Is it like media hype? Sell your home now. You could sell it for, you know, a gajillion. Agents have a huge part to play. Yeah. Everybody wants to sell a property for 1%. And uh, they're just like, I don't care. God. I don't care. You're, you're doing the seller a disservice. Yep. Stupid. I don't care if I list it at a crazy price. I just want listings under me. For me, I that makes no sense. You're just, you just have inventory, but your yeah. houses are not selling. We see it all the time, mm -hmm. right? Those are the homes, despite this market being on absolute, uh, not as, as fire as it was a few months ago, but yeah. it's still really, really strong. Mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing over the past six months, I've seen a ton of price drops. Yes. I've seen a ton of homes not sell for like a month or two until those price drops kicked in. I had I, I had my first property where I had to start dropping a price. I've never done that with a property before. Yeah, so the market so, shifting. Yeah. Yeah, and so, so how do you deal with these, you know, with these agents that basically, I mean, there's nothing that you can really do, right? Because they're just selling them for 1% over mm -hmm. price and you just what have to wait yeah. until the market teaches them a lesson or the sure. listing expires and then you pick up the listing. Correct. So does that happen a lot? It does happen a lot because especially now in this market where it is slowing down. Again, like with COVID, I'm finding that you only have serious buyers that are out there. Nobody's really window shopping. Mm. So all the properties that I have right now, I'm barely getting calls on them. But when I do get calls, every one of them is an offer. Okay, so they're serious. So, yes. But that's good. Mm -hmm. um, it is good. Yeah. It is good. I'm just saying it's also nice to have like more um, traffic on it so you'd have more options for your sellers. Yeah, but we we all knew that it couldn't last forever. Yeah, you know, I think it's I think it's healthy. I don't love the fact that rates went from two percent to, as of the recording of this video, rates are now in the low sixes, industry average. Yeah, we're much lower because we're awesome. Um, <laughs> but it's it's healthy. But at the same time, it's crazy because a lot of people are getting priced out. A lot of old pre-approvals that mm -hmm. you had, that we had, we had to recalculate everything based on a higher interest rate. So yeah. instead of someone qualifying for 
850, now they can only qualify for 790, Correct. which is not fun. And they're obviously not happy about yeah. and paying it's, a higher payment for the same thing. It sucks because now you have sellers that are listed at crazy, crazy prices. Yeah. yeah. But again, I think the market will teach them and it will adjust. What we do anticipate is that this bump up in all the rates will cause, and especially with everything else going on globally, mm -hmm. will cause a bit of a recession. Yeah. And then rates are going to drop back down. Correct. So that's what we're telling our clients now. I think prices might now. drop back down as well. Just a little. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I was Just a little, too. yeah. Most people are saying that because, like, we don't have enough supply mm -hmm. for maybe another five, it's going to take builders five to seven years for inventory to catch up, apparently, like, for yeah. the demand. But yeah. what... I don't hear anyone talking about is that demand is going down, right? You got to you got supply and demand. Yeah. If demand goes down, then it, you'll reach a bit of an equilibrium. Do I yeah. think prices are going to drop back to where they were pre-COVID? No, mm -hmm. right? But I think they should go down a little bit, especially given that wages ha wages have gone up, but yeah. not a ton. And then when you factor things like you know gas and food, it's oh, yeah. uh, every, everyone's <laughs> bugging out right now. Yeah. It's uh, it. I wouldn't say I'm I'm scared, but for those people who live paycheck to paycheck with mm -hmm. all these additional costs and uh, too large of the American population is living that way, it's really really scary for those people. Yeah. So it's uh, I don't have a solution. I just hope that we're all going to be okay. And but tr truth is is that it's just a matter of balancing. The market is going to balance out over time. Yeah. And it will, in the real estate industry, it's going to be rough for anywhere from two months to maybe a year. If it's longer than that, I would be absolutely shocked. And then yeah. it's business as usual. Yeah. And and the strong will survive. You're going to see a lot of people, like, drop out of the business. We've, we've seen it on the mortgage side already. There absolutely. have been so many layoffs over the past six months. Have you seen people bounce out already in real estate? People are always bouncing out. But yeah. I think after... But, like, more now. Yes. Especially like during COVID and after COVID, a lot of people came out because, again, it's what you did with the time during COVID. You could have just sat there and say, well, I can't door knock, I can't cold call, I can't do anything. And then their business is just done. Yeah. But like I said, like for me, I found a little loophole and I continued social media. So that was a big thing. Like social media is free. There's nothing. There's no restrictions on it. So you do what you do. It takes a little bit of cojones, though. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to you have to put yourself out there, get out of your comfort zone. Tell us, Amelia, you mentioned <laughs> this before. I mean, you can d divulge as much as you want to. But what's your process like before you shoot a video for social? I laugh about 50 million times. OK, <laughs> but that's great. Yes. Right. So it's not like what we see, like, you you know, you, sh you shot the video and it just goes on. You yeah. reshoot as many times as mm -hmm. you need to. Yes. Have you found that over time that you laugh less, like you're going from 20 million to 15 million or you're consistently at? I laugh less. OK. Now. I do, yeah. So you're getting better. Yeah. So at the beginning of the year, um, it was it was winter. I can afford to laugh outside. I, yeah. you know, I like to dress the way I do, and I wasn't wearing a jacket, so jacket came off, and I laughed about two times, and then I just finished it. I was like, done, we're done. Awesome. Okay, but that's <laughs> it was way too cold. <laughs> that's what it takes, though. Yeah. Right. You just you can't really think about it. You just have to do it. I mean, yeah. your your videos do get a lot of traction, so whatever you're doing is working. Do you have any advice for people that want to start doing video and that they haven't really got into it yet? Like, what what was it for you even that when you thought about it to when you actually shot the video, like what went through your mind to make you take that action? Just do it. 
<laughs> just okay. do it. it sounds silly but just do it i i think everybody they're so focused on being ready oh yeah. i need to look a certain way oh i need to buy more clothes oh i need to get my nails done or my hair done and all of this oh i need to know what i'm gonna say just do it yeah you know put on turn on a camera it really does sound silly but coming from me like i i really mean that that's what i said to myself i'm like just do it doesn't matter again what you're wearing or what you say at least say something you yeah. know, get the point across. I'm selling a house. This is the price. This is how many bedrooms. Come see it. That's it. Yeah. That's really what I say in the videos that I get the most views. That's all I say. I don't do anything extra. Simple. Yeah. So, so just just do it. Okay. So just do what you got to do. Stand in front Nike of the house. Nike will pick you up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but it, it's. It, it, I know that you say that it's simple, but it really is true. Just shoot the freaking yeah. video. Because I find, like, Chris has heard me say this a million times. Sorry, Chris. But, like, people aren't thinking about you as much as you're exactly. thinking about yourself. Yes. Like you, you spend 20 minutes prepping for a video mm -hmm. and it takes you 30 seconds to shoot it, you post it. The reality is most people watch it for three seconds and Correct. then they, sc they scroll away. Yeah. Like no one's looking at your hair yeah, and your it's makeup. True. You're looking at your hair. Nobody yeah. else is like, oh, the strand is out of place. <laughs> yeah, no, no one gives a shit, as, yeah. as I like to say. So yeah. yeah, we're not that special. It's just a matter of doing it. Yeah. So do you know me? Like I'm big on social. I actually want to do more TikTok stuff, more reels. You should. I'm, when TikTok came doing. out, I actually thought about you. Yeah. Because I remember your videos from before. And I'm like, TikTok is for Ben. <laughs> I know. I, well, thank you. I appreciate the compliment. I still do it. I'm not consistent with it. I need to be more consistent. So even for me, Amelia, what, what advice do you have for someone that wants to post TikToks more consistently? Should they do more trends? Should they just do whatever? Like like you said, video yeah. shoot, what you do, like what, so I'm what gonna tell me what to do. So Coach I'm gonna me. share some tips that I'm gonna release in my social media class. Please. I'm gonna charge you for this. Absolutely. <laughs> Send me an invoice. Um definitely jump in on the trends. The trend in audio. Okay. Oh audio. So, yes. So trend in audio is key. So something that a lot of people do not know, I'm gonna share that, is that even if you post a video and it's your audio you can use the trend in audio and reduce it to zero. Mm. So then your video would be going out there with the trend in audio, but they're hearing your voice. Gotcha. I started doing that a week ago. Okay, I, I nice. did it. I don't put it to zero, I put it to 10%. Okay, if you it's know. a nice sound, it's, it yeah, might sound a nice like a background, one. yes. It's also like, you know, my voice can be kind of monotone. It's like, it's nice to have an additional like song in there or something to keep it interesting. Yeah. Because again, we're talking about mortgages. We're not selling a nice house and you've got some very cool <laughs> listings. So it's like, it's nice for people to see, but right. it, I guess it depends on yeah. the industry. Okay, so that's but that, good. What that's else? That's one of them. I would say jumping on the trend in audios. And also it sounds silly and it's very hard for some people to do, but like the trend in dances, just do it. Do it for fun. Uh, for okay. me, honestly, yeah. for well, I mean, it's kind of easy for me to say I am a dancer, but at yes. the same time, just do it. For me, it's like show your personality. Like everybody's a little bit fun, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> you know, some people may need a shot of whiskey or a shot of tequila. <laughs> They need something, but. True, but yeah, just do the trend and stuff. I mean, if it's something that's kind of crazy, don't do it, but like there's some fun stuff that you can do. You're not gonna see me dancing, Amelia, but. So we're not gonna do that after this? Uh, are we? I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it with you. I'll do it with you because you'll you'll hold my hand. You'll be my safety net. But by myself, absolutely no way. I mean, maybe one day, maybe you'll get me comfortable with start doing it. But so, I think showing your personality okay. is key as well. People don't want to hear a mortgage lender. They don't want to yep. hear a real estate agent. I I post regular stories. I post just like some fun stuff, and people love that. And they also see, well, she's a real estate agent. 
You know what I mean? You come in with your personality and something fun, you draw people in. Would you say it's like it's like showing your your real estate agent without really telling people that you are basically yeah so you like you're nobody's value, coming on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook for real estate. They're no. just not. It just happens to be there, but they come for entertainment. And I think when you give them that, they follow you, and mm. then you're you're gathering your audience there. That's really good advice. Yeah, yeah. definitely put that in the coaching program. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, cool. So so what else, Amelia? What advice actually yeah let's stick with this actually to to kind of wrap this up is what advice again would you give to a new realtor entering in the business to get started whether that's coaching with you finding a new mentor whatever i'll I'll let you answer that and then advice for buyer who is entering the market that is scared of everything that's going on so one at a time up to you okay my advice for the new agents would be one take my program and i say that not because it has anything to do with me i know what i'm putting into the program i know what i'm telling these agents and a lot of it covers being self-employed you're being Mm. your own boss that's the reality of being a new agent and that's why most agents i feel get into the business correct they want to be their own boss but they don't know what it takes to actually be your own boss you're motivating yourself, you're not clocking in, you need to make sure you get up and you do everything it takes to run your own business. So for new agents, I would say, learn everything there is to learn about real estate. From the entire, learning the transactions, learning about mortgages, being educated yourself so that when you do get on the phone or even you meet people, you know what to say. Yeah. So that education gives them empowerment to sell conviction. Absolutely. Which is what a lot of people don't have because they get into the business just blind. Mm -hmm. You don't want to talk to someone and they know more about real estate than you. No. Yeah. No, that's bad. Especially if you're trying to get them to do business with you. So I would definitely recommend just learn as much as you can about real estate mortgages because that's something that is not covered in the real estate course to get your license. Education is power. Yes. Okay. And what about buyers, sellers? navigating the market right now, the ones that you're meeting with, what what concerns do they have? How are you addressing that, putting them at ease? Sellers are concerned with the shortage of buyers. Mm. Recently, they know what their house is worth. They think they know what their house is worth, and they're expecting the buyers to act accordingly, but that is kind of not happening. A lot of buyers are coming in, and they're nitpicking at everything. So I would say for sellers, be realistic. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah. yeah, it is a hard one, but yeah. it's also on the real estate agent they use. I'm very realistic with my sellers. I tell them things they don't want to hear all the time, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit there and make false promises. Yeah, that's it. Integrity. Yeah, I actually not had so a com- common. I had a conversation with a seller yesterday, and I'm like, "We're reducing the price, and I'm not happy with that reduction, but we're going to do it for two weeks. And if there's still no traffic, we're doing what I want to do." I like it. That's like it. it. Cool. Yeah. Right. So that that would be my advice to sellers. As for buyers, oh, yeah, yeah, for buyers, I would say save as much money as you can. It's a tough market. Yeah. All the offers I've been getting on my properties has been 20% down. Mm. It sucks. It sucks for buyers that want to come in at 3.5 or 5%, but it's just a market that I feel like we're in right now. And what areas are those specifically? Because I get it. I still am working with a ton of first-time buyers doing Correct. zero to five yeah. percent down that aren't having an issue. But 
they're not having as much success in like the multi-million dollar property, right? The, the jumbo, the millions, right? The, you know. So the properties that I'm working with right now, where I'm seeing the twenty percent down, it would be from eight fifty and to a million. So higher end. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's multi-families in Queens and Brooklyn. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay, so save money, but it depends on the market. It does. I'm just saying like right now, for this market right now, save as much as you can so you can come in with stronger offers. Gotcha. What I would say. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Great advice. <laughs> Amelia, where can the people find you if, if someone wants to reach out to you, whether it's for coaching, buying, selling, where, where can they reach you? So they can definitely call me. Okay. Should I say my yeah, phone number? Yeah, plug okay. in your phone number. You can definitely call me at 347-210-7285. Or you can find me on social media on Instagram and TikTok, Amelia of All Trades. And Facebook is just my name, Amelia Sunny Diaz. Cool. Yep. All right. Amelia, thank you again for coming on. <laughs> thank you. You're very well. For having me. Appreciate you. Of course, things always in the way. <laughs> Signing out. Peace.